Welcome to Blueprint of Fate. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Fate. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Come to my morning rant as I continue to talk about uh, the government and uh, the people and uh, the American, the state of the world as well as the state of America that we love so much. And I talked to you the last one about the state of the people and it's the state of the people that will elect the leaders uh, of the time and the leaders will represent the people. And if you look at America today, you'll see on the grassroots level that the Republican Party, the the fascist party, not the Republican Party, I apologize, uh, the new fascist party in America has... um, Cushion around a lie. And the Bible tells us that in the last days that choose to believe a lie. And uh, we, I mentioned to you the scripture in Second Thessalonians, but I suggest that you guys take a look at that. Um, it is, t- it talks about the lawless man, the, uh, the Antichrist. But uh, there are a couple of things there um, that uh, applies to a lot of the behavior of the men and women because he has to, as Jesus had a uh, a precursor or a forerunner, which was John the Baptist. Uh, the uh, the devil, as I mentioned to you, he's a copycat. He's he he can't do anything originally because he, he's he was a created being. He doesn't um, have any type of uh, created power in the sense that uh, he can create like how you and I can create because that authority was given to us and um, because we were the gods of this earth and this realm. But uh, he can copycat. He goes around roaring like a lion. Um, but we have powers as he's seeking whom he may devour. But it tells us in the scripture, resist the devil and he shall flee. So he has limitations. And so, uh, he has to, he has to have forerunners to get the place ready for his servant to, to enter into the political framework as well as the world. And so he's lining up, uh, since this is his kingdom, uh, the kingdom of darkness, he has the ability to line up, uh, because these are all of his, um, uh, citizens within his kingdom and he can pick and choose how he, he uses them because the Bible says they're deceived and he sets them up accordingly. And so, I'm going to read, I read to you in the book of um, 
uh, a Jasher a few few weeks last week, and I I apologize. I think I said Jubilees chapter four, but it was chap Jasher chapter four. That really talks about the state of the human heart. Or it tells us that the sons of of men did not turn from their evil ways, and their hands were still extended to do evil in the sight of God, and they provoked the word the, the Lord with their evil ways, and the Lord was very wroth and repented that He had made them. Now this is after He had uh, commissioned Noah and Methuselah to to preach to them for 120 years. So he gave them a long time to repent and to get their self together, but they choose um, uh, uh, corrupted and to continue in their work of corruption. It tells us that in the last days that we are going to be the same. And so I, I keep telling you guys, this is just a rehear- a replica of what happened with the first destruction. God saw the wickedness of man and he gave us a time to to repent. And, and uh, based on that, right, he said that uh, uh, he sent the flood. He closed the door. So uh, there, he is doing the same thing again with mankind. And Jesus said, I don't know when that door will be closed, per se, meaning I don't know when I'll be sent back, but the Father, He knows. So Jesus doesn't know. Why? Because the Bible tells us God is faithful and He loves His creation, and and He doesn't want any to perish. And so I want you to take a look at Second uh, Thessalonians. Uh, do you remember that when I said with you, this is an uh, uh, the writer of the Second Thessalonians is talking to the, to his people. He says, "I used to tell you these things, and now that you're holding back, what did he tell them? He was talking to them. He says, "Don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. He will oppose and." and exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worship, so that he sits he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. And so that's what he was saying to you. Don't you remember I was telling you certain things? He says, for the secret power of the lawlessness is already at work. And what I was saying earlier, um, that, but the one who now holds it back will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way. Um, and then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with a breath of his mouth and destroyed by the splendor of his coming. So those are prophetic words that are, have already happened. He came into our timeline. He saw this and reported this. So this is already done, guys. This is set. This is what's going to happen. It, it's, it's, as I mentioned to you, I believe that prophecies that these prophets, especially when it comes to nation, have access to our timeline, come in to see it, and then they report it just like I just read to you in the writer of Thessalonians, just wrote it down. And so the coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. He will use his all sort of display, power things, power through signs and wonders that serve the lie and all the ways that wickedness deceive those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and be saved. For this reason, God sent them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth 
but have delighted in wickedness. And so going on in, in the political arena in America about the big lie. And the big lie is um, uh, um, propagated by the new po political party in the United States of America. And uh, this new party was uh, led by um, Donald Trump. And um, the Christian, as I mentioned to you, the church uh, is a part of him, his, his uh, coalition, because they believe just like he does. And till, um, I know that I've mentioned to you that the, I've heard people say that your salvation, men were saying that your salvation was in jeopardy if you don't vote for Trump. Why would you say something like that that is totally unscriptural? And uh, it's because they have aligned themselves with Trump. And so we have to go back to what the Bible says. It says that these men have chosen to believe a lie. And um, I remember hearing Donald Trump uh, said, they asked him, do you believe that you've sinned? And he said, no. And so... Um, the one of the foundation of Christianity is that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So these Christian men have aligned themselves with a man that says that he doesn't believe that he's ever sinned and he will never sin. And so uh, when someone says that to me, it tells me that he or she, that person, has what from the spiritual realm looking in now, what we call a spirit of lie or a lying spirit that dominates that person's mentality. And we can see that um, in the personhood of Donald Trump. I don't think I've ever heard this man talk about the truth in any way, shape, or form. And so that spirit of lie or lying spirit has been let loose through one of our leaders and God is always interested in leaders because that thinkles down. Because he said, based on leadership, a land could be, uh, God forgives and heals and protects and all of these things. And that is why he puts people in place in leadership. And I talked to the church that Biden is there because God put him there. Uh, the Bible tells us that. And it tells uh, the Christians that we would, um, to give honor to God, is to give honor to the leaders that he put in place. And they're, uh, so uh, this church rebelling and fighting against uh, Biden being in, in, in leadership is very troubling to me because they're fighting God, because the Bible tells us that. And if you've been listening to my rant, I have been uh, laying out those cases, the thesis about that, so that you can see for yourself based on Scripture, and it's not just my opinion that I'm talking about. I'm trying to show you guys Scripture in, in light of these men's behavior so that you can make a choice. But it tells us that... Uh, um, let me give you an example of this. It says, let me uh, describe you worthlessness of a wicked man, for he is a constant liar. He sells his intention to his friends, eyes and feet and fingers. Uh, let me describe for you a worthless and wicked man. Now, that's the scripture. Now, this man, Donald Trump, uh, the president, the ex-president of the United States, he continues with this lie. And so the Bible describes that type of man. It says he is a constant liar. 
And we go back, and this is Proverbs, found in Proverbs 6, 12 to 13. Let me describe for you a worthless and a wicked man. So this is the man that the church has sanctioned as their the one that will take and provide what God wants for them and all this kind of thing. And I understand that God works with uh, crooked people and that, but he would use them to get his, his agenda completed. But he doesn't tell us that we ought to serve him and be loyal to that man. We are called to be loyal to God, be imitators of God, be imitators of God. And so, Proverbs 6, 12, and 13 describes what is, what is the Bible, not me now, guys. Let me describe for you a worthless and a wicked man. First, he is a constant liar. Second, signals his true intention to his friends with eyes and feet and fingers. I can't explain it any better. Um, for things that the Lord hates, God Almighty. Proverbs 6, 16 through 19. For there are six things the Lord hates. No, seven. A haughtiness, lying, bring, plotting evil, is to do wrong, a false witness, sowing discord amongst brothers, is the party that is supposed to be, this is the, the new fascist party that is, um, that is in America, not the, and so until the current Dem- Democratic Party began to understand who they're standing next to in those uh, halls of Congress, they will never, ever win. For Proverbs 6, uh, 16 through 19, for there are six things the Lord hates. No, seven. A haughtiness, lying, murdering, plotting evil, eagerness to do wrong, a false witness, sowing discord amongst brothers. And so we have a choice to make, guys. We have Proverbs 6, 12 to 13. Tells us about these people, who they are. And uh, we have to decide uh, tells us that we choose to follow the lie. And Jesus makes a statement he taught his disciples in, in Matthew 24, 3 to 9. Uh, this is when he's sitting on the Mount of Olives. Jesus, they said, when will this happen? When? What will be the sign of your coming and the age? Jesus answers, watch out for no one deceive you. So there's a spirit of deception that will be ramp, uh, rampant in last days. And uh, watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. But see that it, that it not alarm you for such thing must happen. But the end is still not to come. Nations will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these is the beginning of birth pains. So guys, we are watching the beginning. Something spectacular that Jesus said has happened and will never happen again. 
and beg to, to say, where is the church? But the Bible tells us there is a remnant. You see all through the scriptures that God talks about that, and this remnant is there. We saw it in, uh, in, in Isaiah, when Isaiah was complaining that he... Um, you know, that they, they are killing all the prophets. And you can see that, you read that in, in Romans chapter 11. Lord, they have killed thy prophets and dragged down the altar um, and dig down the altar. I am left alone and they seek my life. But what saith the Lord God unto him? I have reserved myself to myself 7,000 men who have not bowed uh, the knee to the image of Baal. Even so then... As this present time also, there is a remnant according to the election of grace. And so there will always be a remnant, guy. And so we have to look at that group of people. Um, but uh, that's the group of people that God is coming for. And that is the group of people that will change. So uh, you and I have to make some decisions as I continue to talk about uh, the um, the church and the state that we're in, in conjunction with what's happening with the world. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe, and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time. Invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.